Podcast. Podcast. Are we saying podcast? Welcome back. Welcome back. Two fanboys and a filthy casual. Back at you again. This is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. And it seems like both Lewis and Harold are swimming underneath the seat today. Um, what? It's gonna be it's gonna be really too interesting. soon, man. Too soon, man. Oh crap! <laughs> wow, I, I I wasn't even going there, but uh, that was a faux pas by Titanic uh, proportions, I guess. Hey yo, yeah, something something Ocean's Gate. I don't know. I got nothing. Man. <laughs> wow, that's tough. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> Harold is either Harold is having a hard time pressing the unmute button or. He's uh he's offended by the uh the the topic so far. So. No, it's it's even worse. I'll go into it later. He's using one of them Logitech controllers for today's. Yeah, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> we we had something planned out. I think we're sticking with what Harold um is talking about right now. That's where we're going with this podcast. Oh, do you want to hear why? Oh, Wait, go for it. Have you heard? Okay, so this is the thing that's funny to me. What you know? What the newest movie on Netflix is this week? Titanic? Titanic. Nice. You no, know what it's the... not, dude. It is, dude. And then it's either it's either or it's either Netflix or Amazon Prime. It's one of those ones. It's like the newest movie on there. And then uh there was a a YouTube upload that just happened to be the when James Cameron did his um discovery of the titanic and how he made it back just fine and people were like what is the timing of these videos and they're like oh these guys know what they're doing they're trying to court the controversy and it kind of semi-worked because that james cameron video was getting like millions of views and stuff it's kind of sad and weird at the same time also i'm playing a video game that i'll talk about in a little bit and one of the main guys is named Titan. And I was just like, ooh, the Titan's going to go dead. Never, never mind. I can't say. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I mean, wow. Thanks, Lewis. Uh, good job of bringing up such a somber um, uh, information. So It's um, topical, man. <laughs> I, I know. Um, so, uh, Lou, since uh, you are the man with the plan today, uh, what are we – what um, – can the audience expect for today? Well, today's going to be, uh, uh, we're going to try to be, uh, stay the course and uh, stay topical. I think uh, we're going to ask, not I think, I'm sorry, we're going to have uh, Dennis share his thoughts about the kind of controversial, or I don't know if controversial is the right word for it, but uh, the, the, the much talked about uh, anime expo that just happened this past weekend in LA. Uh, and then we, the three of us are going to start talking about this convention season. Uh, I mean, uh, anime X was the unofficial kickoff to uh, convention center, uh, convention season. I mean, uh, WonderCon's coming up, uh, San Diego Comic-Con, the big, uh, big ones coming up uh, amongst others. So yeah, I think there's some news coming around that and seeing if uh, we're still willing to do these kind of things, especially in a, you know, a post pandemic world, like it's just still a thing that we, you know, older fanboys. Uh, are still into and basically still stuff going around there and yeah I think we're in for a special treat because I think Harold's been on a, a splurge lately uh, follow us on Twitch for all of his endeavors but yeah I think he's got a, a little treat a little review for us I'm not sure how much he's going to get into it today but 
yeah so that's up to you guys i don't know what you guys want to start off with a little uh yeah, video think... interview or do you want to go talk uh, anime expos, uh, right away i think let's let's go with the heralds um and then we'll we'll jump in cons in general and definitely i'll do a, a kind of review of uh how i felt about that anime expo harold um let's start let's start with you um recently like lewis has said i've been playing a lot of newer day one video games um i already beat uh i can't even remember the name of the game anymore jedi survivor <laughs> it's been so long and um that was like a fun reintroduction back into the world of like um kind of the dark souls a little bit of gameplay and then we talked about it before we started playing street fighter 6 um, I tried setting up a private session with Den, which sounds funny and awkward at the same time, but uh, unfortunately, I was not able to do that. <laughs> but for the past week or so, I have spent almost every waking hour I have playing Final Fantasy 16. Wow. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I I literally looked at the um my game log last night and it says i've played this game for 33 hours and i am 66 percent done and i don't know which one i was sadder about the fact that i've played this game for over 30 hours or the fact that i've played over 30 hours and i'm only 66 percent done so um i remember the first question when i started playing the game is Den asked me, is it like an adventure kind of game or is it an RPG? And it's weird because Final Fantasy hasn't been a standard RPG in a long time. And I kind of wish it still was because obviously that's like the genre that at least me and Den grew up playing a lot. A lot of the Japanese RPGs. And Final Fantasy on both Nintendo and Game Boy are what really got me into playing those types of games. And I kind of always expected them to just continue kind of on that trend. And then I hadn't played the last couple of Final Fantasy games just because at the time I didn't have a next-gen system. And obviously now I have all of them, so you know I'm over-spoiling myself here. And then I picked this one up and kind of ex- kind of knew that it was going to be Kind of similar to how Jedi Survivor played, or more likely how Final Fantasy VII played, which is like semi-turn-based, but at the same time, you just keep attacking people and stuff. So it's kind of like that, but the gameplay is seems very simple, unlike the old turn-based games where it was a crapshoot. You had no idea if you're going to beat a boss or not. You never knew what their energy level was because... They thought it was some fun joke back in the day that they would never show you how much HP enemies had left. You know, like... But in this one, you can clearly see how far you are from beating people. Um, I did the lazy thing and loaded up a accessory that all you gotta do is tap one button and you throw every combo. And for a while, it was kind of fun and cheesy. But then the more you think about it, you're just like, dude, I'm just spamming buttons here and there's no real skill involved. So I went back and started doing the regular stuff. At first, I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I ended up liking it. 
And then didn't think the story was going to get any better than what I initially thought it was going to be. And those expectations went out the window about 10 hours into the game. And I was like amazed at how seriously addicted I am to this. And the fact that I didn't know if we were recording tonight or not. So I based my schedule on what I was doing after work on how many hours I was going to put into Final Fantasy today. And um, now that I think about it, if I start a session tonight after we're done recording, I'm not going to end up sleeping until like 1 o'clock in the morning. So I'm not going to play today. But that's the kind of hold that this stupid game has on me at this moment in that I'm scheduling my life around it. So when... I was done with the fireworks celebrations from yesterday. I immediately was like, I still have five hours left awake before I need to go to sleep. Let's see how much time I can put into the game. And then the next thing I know, it's like three o'clock in the morning. So, yeah, it's not bad. It's that good, huh? (laughs) It's not bad at all. (laughs) Yeah, it's not. Okay. So, there's a lot, a lot of cutscenes. A lot. Quick time events. Like, if you ever played the the um the demo of the game, the demo of the game is literally like an hour and 15 minutes of quick time events and then 45 minutes of gameplay. And that's kind of how the game just starts out. It's like, okay, I want to get to, like, start slashing and stabbing things, and you keep slowing me down with this storyline, and then you're like, holy crap, the storyline's getting pretty good. Maybe I can, you know, you know, I'll just be patient, and I'll wait for stabby-stabby time, and then after a while, it kind of becomes 50-50, and then you're so engrossed in the storyline that you're like, oh, you know, I don't have to kill anybody tonight. I can just watch these stories. I can do these side quests. And then... It's happening again where I'm like just going on YouTube just to find out tips and things on like what I need to do to make myself a better warrior in this game. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's, it's funny. I have the game. Um, uh, somebody bought uh, my my wife bought it for me for my my birthday. I have not opened it up yet because I'm I was waiting for a, a review from Harold, like a thumbs up or a thumbs down, um, and just based on what Harold just talked about, I'm trying to figure out what I can exchange it for. Dude, it's like... <laughs> it, it's... Okay. You don't have the problems that I have. And you actually have like a life outside of video games? Maybe? Sort of? So it's like, it's you're, it's it's going to take you a while to beat the game. But it's pretty damn fulfilling. And honestly, it's like a really good anime storyline where it's like you kinda you can kind of see where things are going at the beginning and then everything completely changes. And then it changes again. It dude, the storyline changes like at least 20 times. And some of it is really, really like super interesting. Some of it's very dull as uh, you know, obviously for uh, for games of any big size like this. Um, not all the adventures are going to be the greatest, but just getting this giant sign that says quest completed 
every few minutes is like one of the most satisfying things going on in my life right now. And yeah, I think honestly, it's like um, the combat system is a lot easier than most, I want to say, action games. It's literally like just timing and figuring out stuff. So in that sense, when you get like parries and precision dodges, it's very, very satisfying. So I think you're going to enjoy it. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. There you go. Um, Harold just made a argument of maybe just keeping the, the damn thing. Um, uh, Lewis, uh, any chance you're going to be uh, picking up this game anytime soon? Well, I do not have a PlayStation. So that there goes my chances of playing this game. Oh, that's true. Yep. <laughs> I am strictly uh, Tears of the Kingdom for the next few months and a little bit of Street Fighter if I can. But no, that's a pretty that's a pretty solid review though. H, that's a, I think that's... I think the the fighting system in Final Fantasy is pretty more similar to how you fight in the new Zelda games. So it's like you know, um, attack and defense based, and using magic when you can. And yeah, I don't know. It's like Final Fantasy VII was such a good game, the remake, also the original as well. But like the combat system was completely different than it is for this game, so I was kind of thrown off at the beginning. Also, if anything, I really wish I and I could totally do it. I'm just lazy. I want to attach the PlayStation to my TV to play this game because I think it'd be look so much bigger and better on a you know 50 inch mon uh tv than it is on a 24 inch monitor but also this is my gaming setup so this is i'm kind of like stuck with it unless my lazy ass decides to get an extra long hdmi cable and just connects my tv to it but yeah so yeah. i think then on your tv it's gonna look spectacular <laughs> oh well i'll let you know what i decide um so um lewis aside from um are you, uh, aside, um uh, how are you doing with um tears of the kingdom for for zelda are you making any progress or what i'm making progress in a sense that i'm actually going you know left and right and all that good stuff but it is uh it's tough out there man it's tough uh, uh not to mention in this like social media world so it's like i see these instagram posts and whatnot of like these insane builds and these like hella skillful players. And I'm like, it's intimidating because I'm like, I can't even touch. I I can't touch that dude. Like a like a Lionel with uh, with with more yeah with me against a Lionel with three hearts. I just cannot touch it, dude. But no, I'm I'm having fun though. So maybe part of it is I, I should just chill with trying to compare myself to these other players because yeah, it's 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 a great game. Otherwise, how about you, dude? Harold, have you? Um, I, I know you haven't bought it yet, but You've seen like the uh, the memes and all those things, right? Yeah, uh, it, it's funny. Like, um, I've played the game and I think that I'm near the end boss battle, um, and I can't seem like I've tried not to. I've tried not to like look online for like um, tips or anything like that. Um, you know, on on like what to do and everything. But I seriously am stuck. Like. I think I'm near the end, 
Um, I I, be, I believe I'm near like the like the, the the final battle, but I just can't figure out how to get to where I'm supposed to be. It is really frustrating. It's been it's been like this for the like the last week and a half. That's why like <clears throat> what's nice about some of the guides you use, like if you use a YouTube guide, it's very hard to not get spoiled. But if you use like an IGN guide or a game guides, I think what it's called. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice because you can see the steps. So you'll be like, oh, did I miss that? Or is that something that I probably should have done before? So like you can, you know, Google say where, not where you are, but like, what do you think is the next potential step or where you need to go? And then it's like, you know, you just discipline yourself. Where you're like, okay, I'm not going to look at the next step after that. I just need a little push in the correct direction. Yeah, I think I'm getting to that point where I might need to go IGN and and look for like a non-spoiler like uh, step by step because like I've been going around and around and around. And I'm like to the point where I'm just now just like um, trying to I'm, I'm uh, I ended up looking for like armor now instead of actually the uh, the main quest. So we'll see what happens. But um, it, it's funny, Harold. You, you talked about like the number of hours. I, I I've made it a point not to look at how many hours I've been playing um, uh, uh, Zelda right now because I think um, since it's summer uh, vacation for me, um, I've I've been spending way too much time in front of a TV. Like I wouldn't have never known how many hours I put into the game, but when you are backing out of the game, it says. And it did it does this on PlayStation, so you might even see it when you play some of your stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. It tells you exactly not exactly how many, but it'll say like around how many hours you've spent on the game. <laughs> and like earlier, like um earlier when I said, Oh, I think I put 15 hours into the game the one time, like I think like a week or so ago. I was wrong. That was just one of the times I saved it at was at three three PM. So it's fifteen o'clock. And then I was like, oh, you know, I haven't saved the game that many times. And then I looked at the thing and I was just like, okay, I've made a great mistake. I've spent over 30 hours on a on a brand new video game. And at the same time, I'm st- still trying to put in hours for Street Fighter. So it's like the balance is strange because I'm playing ranked in Street Fighter. And then trying to advance a story in Final Fantasy. So it's like my brain is half confused. Also, my YouTube algorithm is half confused as well because it's like, here's videos about Marvel Snap. Here's also videos about Street Fighter. And here is some strange reason, lots of videos about old Final Fantasy games. And I'm like, uh, okay. YouTube knows me a little bit too well. And if they saw my algorithm, they'd be like, this kid is a dork and he has no social life, which is completely true. So yeah, as long as we don't see any NSFW uh, mm. um, <laughs> stuff, there we're good. No, no, no. Yeah. It's 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 the safest stuff for work. Okay, hold on. This is a random part of the game that's a little strange. Is there's cussing in Final Fantasy, which I hadn't expected because usually there's no bad language. And then there's strange sexual undertones and context. Like, it's really awkward. 
And I really got to a scene last night where I was just like, I didn't never expect to see this in a Final Fantasy game. So, <laughs> like, did I unlock the premium on this one? <laughs> no, it, dude. You know what it felt like? It felt like when we watched the Eternals in the theater. <laughs> oh wow! Oh god! Dry humping in my video game. Yeah, because it, it was unexpectedly like. I was like, okay, something's gonna happen here, and then all of a sudden, I was like, they don't like so anything explicit, but. The implication is pretty damn clear. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 a weird time right now, age. I mean, I don't get as much time to watch, to play games myself, but I do. You know, I, I'm kind of like you. I try to like watch the social medias and like the twitters and the you know game gaming TikTok and video game Instagram. I think the funniest part, dude, is the fact that yeah, man, like. There's a weird like maturity now to the games, not just the games themselves, but like even the reviewers or the the people who stream it. There's like, you know, these. The, the, I, I guess this would be a great segue to Anime Expo, but like how like you know, these grown folks are looking at like, oh, he's handsome, oh, she's sexy. I'm like, dude, that's a video game, man. Like, I don't. This is weird. Maybe like but... in in the Final Fantasy VII remake, even I was like. Okay, Tifa is way too hot to be in this video game, and it's really throwing me off because I'm somehow attracted to it's a video to game character. Yeah, and then this one, it's kind of the opposite, where it's like she's very homely and humble, and I'm like, damn, she's cute. Am I attracted to a video game character? And I was like, I, I've, I gotta do something with this. So, yeah. Oh, dude, <laughs> make a question. <laughs> it really was, and I was just like, um, I don't know what's going on, but I need to get out. <laughs> I don't know if I like this. <laughs> well, we'll 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 use that uh, that awkward exchange as our uh, as our segue into our next. Yeah, speaking of awkward exchanges, <laughs> yeah, um, yes. you know, as as Lewis kind of mentioned, um, the con, uh, you know season is on and um you know usually around this time the biggest um talk of the town or at least biggest talk of the nation i guess um is you know san diego comic-con uh, something that uh, harold you've been you've, you've gone to one at least one right a couple of times yeah yeah so you know it's something that all three of us have been able to attend uh in the past um i know lewis has been there a little bit um more recently than than Harold and I have, um, you know. But um, for the, usually uh, around this time, around June, July, the biggest name uh, the, and the thing that the biggest con that everybody talks about is the San Diego Comic Con. Um, but as Lewis kind of um, you know mentioned a while ago, uh, one of the the most recent um, that really got a lot of um, attention. Uh, especially in uh, social media, was the uh, the uh, Los Angeles Anime Expo, um, and it was something that I myself was um, I, I, I was able to attend. Uh, my daughter is really into anime now. Um, I've always been a fan, um, and um, you know my daughter got a taste of the the, uh, the anime con life uh, in Pasadena earlier on this year, um, and she definitely wanted to go. So I was like, you know what, let's do it. Um, I have to tell you guys, um, since I mean I, I know we've done like the um the one the one for Stan Lee. Uh we uh, I think Lou, you and I did the um 
the Star Wars um what's the Star Wars Star Wars con called? Yeah, the um Celebration, celebration, yeah. Celebration. A few years yeah. ago in, in Anaheim, yes, that's right. Yeah, so we've done all those things. So I, I really thought that I was like ready for it. And it was funny, like the, the day before, um, my daughter was asking when will you know I was asking my daughter, when do you want to go? When do you want to go? And my daughter's like, Well, um my, my friend's gonna be going and um she's she's gonna arrive at the uh the, the convention center at six o'clock in the morning. And I was like, What? And in the summer, yeah, it's like six o'clock in the morning, and you know this is my daughter does not wake up these days. She she's like one she's like a high school uh, uh, kid now. Like she wakes up at like one o'clock in the afternoon or something like that. Um, and I was like, you want to wake up at six o'clock? I have to tell you guys, I was actually happy that I went there at six o'clock in the morning. So um, this was my experience. Um, six o'clock in the morning, and the only reason why I thought to myself that this should I might, I might uh, as well do it um, is because that I needed to uh, because since I bought my tickets too late, I didn't get the credentials um, through the mail. I needed to line up in order to um, to get the um, the the ticket, the badges. Um, so. You know, I was like, uh, I was. I told my daughter, okay, fine, we'll get there. Um, you know, we got there around six ten, um, uh, and once I got to six ten, there was, uh, they were almost closing the South Hall um, parking lot, and I was the the lady was like, the lady was like, we're about, you know, um, uh, was I was telling the other lady that there was uh, that we were there only exactly like twenty more cars, and I was like, what the hell? That's crazy, dude. And at six in the morning. Got, when we got there, the line at six thirty. At six thirty, that's when we got to the line. There was already uh, there was already massive lines to get into the hall, but there was also like a huge line for getting badges. So I was like, okay, cool. So I I stood in line for the badges. The badges were not going to be open until um eight o'clock. Um, they you know, uh, but by the time 7:30 uh, open. They were like, "We need to open. Uh, we need to start selling these. We're running out of space." And I looked back, and there was a huge line just to get the badges. Like the this line was longer than what it, it looked like an all uh, hall H, um, um, you know, like uh, at uh, at San Diego Comic Con, just to get the badges. So I was like, so thankfully I was like, okay, cool. I I have these badges. Let's go line up. And I'm, I went up to one of the people and I goes, where's the uh main, the main entrance? The the guy goes, there's three entrances you have to choose from. I'm like, excuse me. They were like, That's there's, crazy, dude. There's three entrances. So one is through crypto. The other one's through the main entrance at the convention center. Um, and then um, the, another one was through. Um, but just like in the middle of the whole thing. So um, since my daughter's friend was uh, in um, uh, uh, near crypto, that's where I that's where we lined up. Just to give you an idea, this was at the, um, they were going to open the place at 10 o'clock. Right. That's when the actual like um, like the halls and everything is open. Um, we got to our line at eight o'clock and the line you've been to the crypto arena. Um, or that area think uh, like think of one point of this huge block okay 
and the line went from the the start of the entrance and it went around the whole block it was not just around the corner it actually went all around the block so that we could actually see where my daughter and I were we could actually see the entrance and that was at eight o'clock by nine o'clock they had to they, they were forced to open the um they were they were not going to open the the actual center until 9 30. they were forced to open at nine o'clock and i overheard the, the 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 security talking about it the lines had gotten so long that people were uh like the lines were actually uh, across from pico boulevard so what they had to like the the they had to like have um uh traffic enforcers because um the line like we, they were sending people through the um through the uh the, the crosswalk that's how long the lines are and you have to understand that it's not just around but once they they had that the people were trying to make it zigzag everywhere and so um you know they finally opened at 9 30 from 9.30 to 11.30, I would say that the con reminded me of like um, Comic-Con, uh, San Diego Comic-Con. It, it was busy, um, there, it was crowded, um, but it was still manageable. Uh, we were able to go through the entertainment hall where they had all like, the, they, they all had the newest like um, uh, videos and newest games and all those things. And then we were able to get to the exhibition hall where there was like all the people, things that they were selling. But by twelve o'clock, what you saw on the uh, uh, on like TikTok and what you saw on the social media, that's what that place looked like already. Um, it, it got to the point where um, I, you know, you know me, I'm like claustrophobic. It, it got to the point where my daughter and I could not move because people were just. It was like, it was like, um, it was like um, I would say um about a i don't know like 10 to 15, 10 to 12 people deep like widthwise that's how um that, that that's how long and that's how wide it was um and um by one o'clock like um you know we we were my i just told my daughter that's it we this is getting too crowded this is this is way too ridiculous and we had to leave so I mean I enjoyed my time the first couple of hours, but it got to the point where um, it was no longer possible for you to actually like see anything or or do anything because it was just too crowded. That sounds like my nightmare, dude. It. You <laughs> I was gonna say, seen, dude. <laughs> yeah, Harold, you would have had a panic attack, bro. I would have had a panic attack in the line. Um, I'm, I'm like reimagining. Everything I know about the convention center and Staples Center. I mean, sorry, Staples Center. And hell yeah, always Staples. Well, that that website went out of business, so Staples. But it's like, I mean, the explosion of anime and the popularity of anime within the past few years kind of makes it make sense, where, like. The generation of that your kids and like my niece and my nephew are are growing up into, they're all about anime. I mean, they, you can hardly find any child that's under the age of like twenty 
that isn't an anime fan or somewhat an anime fan. So there's like a part, a piece of, there's going to be a, a piece of something that they're going to be um, uh, like a fan of if you go to an expo like that. But man, like that, just, it, I mean, like Lewis was asking earlier, it's like, I saw all the videos. It gave me nightmares looking at it right away. I mean, we've been in those halls where you just don't move. And I, it just seems like it's going to be never ending. And it's like, you can only get so much enjoyment out of it. And I know you didn't go there for you, which makes you a really good parent, by the way. But there are people who like went just for themselves. And I'm like, dude, you know, good for you, but I don't have the patience for that. So, you know. No, it's, it's, it's funny. Like, um, you know, I, I ready, I, I steeled myself and I, I, I told my daughter, you know, um, and I, I, I kind of tried to explain to her what it was going to be like. I have to tell you, um, even the worst line, even the worst, like, um, con that we, that I've ever been on did not compare to this. Um, it, uh, like, it it was a it was just like uh, it was just a sea of people um you know there was one area where um it, it was called um artist uh, artists alley and it was like people um like you know uh, selling their wares and everything like um uh, like rip off like art and everything um and my daughter had you know was had the great idea why don't we walk through it um the moment i walked in like I said, there was like, it was a small hallway, uh, like small aisles. Like, um, think of the aisle at uh, Frankincense, Lewis. Um, think of the aisle in Frankincense, but um, think of it. Um, um, there are at least twelve people like standing side by side. Dang, dude, twelve people then, wide. That's nuts, man. Yeah, and then, and then people going pushing forward, and then people pushing back. And like you know, my daughter wanted to be there, and you know, I mean, I, I as much as possible, I, I said yes to everything. I was like, no, we have to get out of here. You know, it, it, I, I'm shocked that there was no uh, news report of like um, of people like getting hurt or like uh, like uh, you know some sort of like uh, riot or something because it could have easily been ugly. It. You know, it, it it to the point where at the end, I'm like, I, I, you tell me, did I enjoy myself? The first couple hours, I actually did, um, but um, afterwards, I needed to get out of there because, um, and as Harold said, it, anime is getting so popular, um, to the point where I don't remember a lot of kids my daughter's age. There was a handful of of people going through, but it was. You know, kind of like what what Comic Con became. It was adults, um, uh, like walking around. Uh, you know, old, old people like us. But the funny part is, um, you know, with everything happening, um, you know, uh, the one thing I was looking forward to was merch. And I hate to tell you, um, if you if people listening, if you wanted merch of like older stuff, um, it was nowhere to be seen. Um, like the only thing, if you like, uh, if you like, um, you know, Demon Slayer, if you like, um, you know, Mash Lee, if you like, um, and, uh, there was, there was, there was not, 
I'm surprised there was really a lot of Naruto or Bleach or anything like that. It was like more recent anime that people were selling. And like I ended up not buying anything, which which surprised the crap out of me, to be honest with you. I would be surprised if you asked for like Bleach um, merch. They'd be like, oh, the old stuff is in the uh, dark corners of the uh, con, old man. <laughs> was, they're like, like, go ahead, H. And I was going to say, they're like, oh, you can go to Little Tokyo for that. I know. <laughs> But that was the thing that, in a kind of aside, um, afterwards because uh, you know, like my daughter was thinking, of, no, I'm hungry, daddy. Like you know, um, where you know maybe we can go uh, grab something to eat. Um, you know, of uh, the food hall, the area, the food court in the hall, uh, the line was like again packed, um, ridiculously long, and then um, we were gonna, every they were advertising, um. They were advertising the uh, like the the food trucks outside, um, and um, you know. So we, I asked the, the security guard, you know, um, is there still a line? And the the guy looked at me, bro. The line's still about thirty minutes long. If you if you decide to go out, I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. So we decided to um, go to Little Tokyo, um, which was a mistake again because everybody no and their were there as well. Oh no! We couldn't even find parking. Like, um, I, I told my, I told my daughter, I think we, I think there's a sign from the anime gods that we're not supposed to be here today. <laughs> it's a sign from the Nine Tails Fox to uh, go home. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy though, cause like, uh, again, I mean, I'm not trying to sound like a old man get off my yard thing, but like, social media make paints two different pictures, cause. I've seen like great photos and like costumes and cosplay and like these meetups and it's like, oh, all these dudes were there and this this creator was there and that, and that. but then yeah, flipping it around and you see like literal ants crawling on the con floor trying to like shoulder, not even shoulder to shoulder, dude. It's like look like people are like riding each other. They but, were people were on top of each other pretty much. Hey, the the funny part is here's the, the thing is like all you know how you saw like the meetups and everything. The meetups were not in the convention center. Like, oh, where, where were they at? Or you had to go outside. To um, you had to go outside. You had to leave the actual convention center um to the outskirts of the 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 convention center. That's where they put it because there was no room for meetups or anything. That's crazy. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, with 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 the number of like fandoms now, dude, I I can that makes sense. I mean the. Ironically, I think there's a lot of space on Fig, I guess, or on the on the street side of uh, the convention center and and crypto. Yeah. Dang, dude. So um, I mean, uh, I, I got asked, and uh, I know you're like like Harold already said, you're a good dad, good parent. Uh, would you do it again next year? I asked my daughter if she wants to do it again. Uh, her response was yes. I was like, <laughs> aw. <laughs> you're like that's not what I wanted to hear. Well, if uh, okay, the P- PSA then for all of our listeners or whoever wants to. I mean, we have some uh, friends, um, some girlfriends that we hung out over the last few days who kind of want to go to these conventions. Like, what's your advice, dude? I mean, we've been that we we've, we've been through cons when they were in infancies, like the the Stan Lee con, con when it was literally just one hall to like what it is now. Uh, we've been to San Diego Comic Con since the before kids, and you know now we're at post con, uh, post pandemic uh, post you know covid uh, uh conventions now so what's your tips dude any any suggestions for what they should do or what we should do i have to tell you like there are 
there are smaller venues um like so um i like that yeah i like where you're the going one, with it the yeah. one thing i liked about comic uh, or la anime expo is admittedly they were very efficient in the way they ran things so i i talked to you about how long the, the line was right um surprisingly for how long the line was um it took us from where we were to inside the um the the convention center the moment it opened it took us less than 20 minutes to get in that's how efficient it was but i think that was the problem was it was so efficient that they were able that, that they allowed i i they had to do some sort of investigation they i'm pretty sure they I allowed way too many tickets they um, sold weight more than they uh, yeah like, that they were ready for. Um, but my 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 daughter this was actually not my daughter's first convention. The, my daughter's first convention was um, uh, the one in Pasadena. It was an um, anime. Uh, it was an I don't know if it was anime expo. Um, the only issue that they had was that um, I guess they weren't as efficient, so it took them like two hours to get in. Um, but the moment they got in, you know, it was not it wasn't too crowded. Like um, they were they were able to walk around. They were able to go th through um, everything. So I, I think the best suggestion I would have is one is if you can go to a smaller venue um, and two, if you are going to be going to one of these main things, like I said, go there early, um, no matter how stupid it sounded, um, you know, uh, the fact that I got there at six o'clock, um, I was able to get in. I was able to get through, um, and my daughter spent way too much money um, on the uh, on her products. Um, so we were able to get through four hours of actual like going through the con. But if you stay too late, man, it's it, it it's 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 not going to be fun anymore. Now, those are the two things that I would suggest. Nice, dude. <laughs> You don't have the rule of uh, one for you and one for me. Whoa, whoa! What are you talking about? Like, if your daughter buys something, you're like, okay, you bought something. That means I have to buy something. Oh no! Um, I, I like I told you, I was planning on buying. So I, I had like cash, uh, cash money like set aside just for this trip. Nothing. Um, there was nothing of uh, in my, uh, wheelhouse that I was willing to pay for. You know, like, you know, gone are the day. Like, I, I mean, of course, you're not going to be able to find, like, Voltus 5 or something like that. I was hoping for, like, a Robotech or something or, you know, like something robot-ish, but nothing. Like, um, you know, like I told you, like, there was maybe one or two ven uh, vendors that were selling, like, uh, like, I know there was a Bandai one, but there was, like, only, only a handful of them that were selling, like, Gundam stuff. Um, it, it really was a lot of like, you know, like, um, like, like the more recent anime that, that uh, everybody's showing, that's what, that's what they were aiming for. You know, Spy X Family, um, uh, a lot of like the uh, Isekai, like uh, anime, all those things. Um, but before I, before I finish my rant about this, Louis, I know you're more uh, aware of uh, the anime. Um, the oddest, uh, like, can you guess which which um, anime had the most um, cosplay for it? The most cosplay? Okay, I feel like I have my finger on a pulse, so I want to say 
say like Demon Slayer. I mean, the Demon Slayer have a big turnout. Demon Slayer had a very big turnout. The one turnout, at least on the day that we went to, which was Sunday, um, was weird. I don't. I'm still trying to figure out what anime it's from. Um, for every uh, Demon Slayer um, cosplay I saw, there was equal, if not more, um, male maids. <laughs> like I have no idea why. But there was a ton of men dressed up in like the like the the French made outfits that you know that is usually you know that's like the, the fetish for like um you know like like anime or, or, or otakus. So this this was super like I was surprised at first I was like oh oh cool somebody's doing a uh, you know a, a gender bending um you know cosplay. Nope. There was at least fifty people that were dressed up like that, and there was—I I would say—I would venture more. And there was groups of people walking around in like French-made outfits. I have no idea what anime it was, but there was more French male French maids than there was like um, you know um, Demon Slayer or like My Hero Academia. Uh, I, I know the anime. Do, I, I was about to say HD. Do you know? <clears throat> yeah, it's called they them. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> like, no, I'm about to log in the country roll. Like, hold on. <laughs> no, but I did. Like, it's funny because like <clears throat> a lot of the social media posts I did see had a lot of those in the background. And you know, maybe it's just a thing where it's like, um, if you're gonna dress up, you might as well be a little bit original, and then. Everyone was like, yeah, I have this great idea. And then everyone had the same idea at the same time. The um, other cosplay that I really liked, um, and, and maybe it was, a bit, and, you know, I, I know Harold was kind of joking around about it, but maybe it is. Um, there was at least two really buff Misties from Pokemon. You know, like, you know, like, what? yeah, there were <laughs> individually two really buffed out, like, um, you know, like bodybuilding men decided that they were going to dress up as Misty. Wow, so it was like, like season short, one, Misty, it was short shorts, baby the, dude shorts, yellow, yellow tank top, top. Oh and then the, um, the the red suspenders and the pony, the, like, the pigtails. Kind of hot. I was like, "Wow, wow!" And those <laughs> dudes, uh, they probably CrossFit, you know. Oh, I'm pretty sure, dude. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if, if if they did not, I'd I, I'd be shocked. But, so we could have missed out on like sexy Uncle Iroh, I guess, or something like that. <laughs> uh, don't you mean cross dress fit? Thank you. Yeah. Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all, all day. Right. Yeah, playing uh, Final Fantasy sixteen. <laughs> Final Fantasy. Hey, man. <laughs> Follow on a switch. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to clear my weekend just for this stuff. And I bet if I saw Final Fantasy stuff at Anime Expo, I would have gone insane and bought a bunch of stuff. Oh, uh, Final Fantasy! Final Fantasy is anime, Harold. That's right. It is anime. It's not. It's not anime. It, well, from what it is now, three <laughs> D um, modeling anime. So, Lewis, um, since uh, you know. Um, I aside from this one-off situation, 
I know you've been to more um, Comic Cons or more cons. Um, considering what you've seen on social media, um, you know, what's what's your take? Is it something that um, you? I, I know your your son, your both of your sons, their interest might maybe have waned away from from that uh, genre, but um, do you think that you'd, you'd still be willing to venture forth? I think I'm with you on your tips earlier, dude. Uh, I kind of want to, yeah, I want to avoid the bigger ones. It, it, I mean, not, not not like I, I had tickets readily available, but I think I'm going to support for the smaller ones. And because you're right, like part of the fun, I mean, when we first started, when we were much younger, uh, pre-kids, it was like, yeah, let's do it for ourselves. Let's find stuff that we like. And then there they came the day when it's like, oh, the kids actually get a kick out of it. But now, unfortunately, we kind of come down to the nature of it. It's like, oh, you can do that. that that's your thing, Dad. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, maybe just the smaller ones. I think there's like a Transformers Con in Burbank, or like a, even a a baseball or a basketball card convention happening at the in Glendale too, or something like that. So the smaller ones, maybe I'll go support that. Uh, but yeah, dude, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe we've aged out of these things. But uh, more power to you and your daughter, though, bro. I mean, that I'm happy that she's found a niche that she really enjoys, and there's a very like vocal and active community out there obviously so yeah dude i mean more parts are but like yeah dude i, I think i might have aged out at this point um kind of yeah so, so but maybe smaller ones for sure i, I kind of want to i want to check out that the pasadena one i'm, I'm kind of i know you invited us a while back or you, you brought it up and yeah i kind of sad it missed it kind of came and gone but maybe the smaller ones i think ontario might have a smaller comic-con in like august or something like that so yeah, smaller cons, I think for sure. Or if at least I, I think you mentioned like uh, even Anime Expo had the chance like if you bought it early enough, they would have sent you the the badges in the mail. That, that seems like a lot more uh, logistically like yeah, cleaner than we're having to wait two or two lines and 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 stuff. But yeah, man, I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, I think my 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 days of uh, walking around in my badges and uh, and car- cargo shorts are done. Yeah, I, I think Harold has pretty much given the answer a while ago where like. Never ever again, unless <laughs> unless I mean, yeah, I'm with you guys on like the the smaller convention types. It's like kind of like supporting a small business where it's like you you feel a little bit more, you know, uh, you don't feel too bad about spending your money over there because you're giving somebody else a new chance and everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Where it's like you know how after a while, if you're going to Comic Con and you're like, oh man, everything's so commercialized, I just want to kind of convention that just sells comics and toys and stuff whereas in you know the monster that it it, it it ended up becoming you know you go find a regular like actual convention where you're just like oh here i can actually enjoy myself take my time not get you know smothered by random people even though they probably stink all the same anyways but yeah that's i i, I i'm not saying i would go to ontario for that kind of stuff but like burbank and pasadena Woodland Hills seems like, you know, not too bad of an idea to me. Um, which kind of, you know, brings us to our last topic of um, our, 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 our day here. You know, one of the things that um, Harold kind of talked about is that San Diego Comic-Con, you know, did kind of um, become oversaturated to the point where, you know, even though it had the word Comic-Con in it, you know, the focus really uh, didn't, uh, was not on comics anymore it wasn't comic books or anything yeah they had it um, on display yeah they had um you know in the exhibition halls and everything um in the artist's alleys and everything they do have comic books but the main focus over the last 
I'd say decade or two, really has been like, you know, movies, has, has been TV shows. Um, you know, that's where um, all of these projects have decided to like drop and everything. And one of the interesting uh, bits of news that Lewis kind of pointed out a while ago uh, while we were prepping for this is that unfortunately, you know, there have been some companies that have dropped out. Lou, why don't you tell the audience um, the little bit of news you had? Yeah, so it's come to uh, a lot of fanboys and fangirls' attention that uh, the big names have actually bowed out of coming to Comic-Con this year, including, but not limited, to uh, Disney, Marvel Studios, uh, Netflix, Sony, and HBO, and Universal are all decided to kind of skip Comic-Con this year. So, like, what Dennis said, like, ever since freaking... um, you know, I feel like even since the prequels, uh, God, it's how it shows how long we've been doing the conventions, dude. Like wh- when when they announced, you know, Revenge of the Sith decades ago, it's it, you know it, every year has been always been like, what's the next big movie? What's the next big uh, streaming show? Or you know, who's gonna show up this year? Um, yeah, it looks like the big the big ones have come about out. So it it'll be kind of interesting to see because like how many of these people who you know. Uh, occupy all the the waiting rooms online to get badges every year are going to be disappointed or just like I, I don't know if they're not going to no show but you know dissuade them from doing this again next year and the year after that if, if the big studios aren't going to be there to show up like uh, I mean to be honest I, I can't even remember what big Marvel projects coming out next year uh, or or like James Gunn isn't going to be there to talk about who they cast for uh, Superman and all that stuff so yeah so the, the big studios. Bowed out. Maybe they're done. Maybe they they, they didn't see a return in their investment, or maybe uh, I know Disney and Marvel, or Disney at least. Uh, you know, but they've been doing the uh, shoot. Help me out here. They they have their own convention now too. Like twenty three, I think. Eight twenty right. Eight twenty three at the end of the year. So like that's kind of become their own little uh, convention and with their own little revenue stream. So yeah, that's the, that's the latest and greatest for for Comic Con, which I guess. Uh, it's actually starting July when we're recording this. It should be coming up and on the twentieth of this year. So uh, we'll see how what, what kind of news comes out uh, for for that for the for both the people who who make their way down to San Diego and uh, for pop culture in general. Do you do you think it would be a? It, I, 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 that's a dumb question, I guess. But do you think um, it would be better for um, uh, San Diego Comic Con if? Um, it goes back to its original focus, or um, is it, it, was was it better as a juggernaut that it was in the last couple of, uh, decades? I don't know, dude. I feel like it's a double edged sword, bro. Like, uh, you know, it, it it took away from it the the, the crowds, and the, I, I hate to be a gatekeeper, but like, you know, we we saw the casual fans, and like, what are you even doing here? And a lot of a, a lot of people just crowded the streets, but at the same time, too, I mean talking to some friends of ours who live down there, uh, relatives and whatnot, like we know that Comic-Con is a big thing for that community. So every year it's a huge revenue stream. It's a big thing for the community. It's like, you know, for lack of a better term, it's like our Super Bowl. You know, this is the, this is the one time a year, the whole weekend where it shuts down and like we celebrate the stuff that uh, we used to be made fun of back in the day, or at least the kind of stuff that we only do in our, in, in the, in the privacy of our, of our homes and whatnot. So uh, I don't know, and it's also one of those things like, can you even put it back in Pandora's box? You know, like it's gotten so big uh, in the last few decades that like, how can you possibly bring it down or bring it back? I mean, I guess yes, COVID obviously put a big stop on it in the last two years. Uh, 
the, you know, they, they kind of, they tried to do the, uh, what, what do you call it? I think they call it a special edition uh, Comic-Con last year where it was smaller, everything was spaced out, less tickets, and obviously not as many, uh, not a lot of these big studios showed up either, but this is the first full year back that they're supposed to be in full swing, like all four days, shut down, downtown, all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, dude, I'm not sure if, if they can put it back in the box, but yeah, I mean, it, part of me feels too that maybe if with 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 the big with the big studio stepping down, you know, hopefully that'll give uh, smaller, you know, indie uh, indie production companies uh, the opportunity to step up, make it something else, maybe you know, video games to uh, to, to make an appearance on the Comic Con floor, uh, board games, all those kind of things, make Comic Con a little bit more than what it used to be, or, or at least shift its attention. So I don't know. Lots of possibilities. I mean, like I said, if the, the big giants step down, I mean, somebody's going to step up. So we'll see who who decides to step up. Ah, well, you know, part of it, part of me almost feels like, you kind of, as you kind of point out, Lou, maybe it's us just getting old because, you know, this used to be, this used to be um, cool. You know, like <laughs> anime used to be, you know, comic books used to be, um what's the word i'm looking for uh like out it, it was outside of pop culture it, it was you you know um it, it was something that um w- we were so used to um kind of being an, uh, an outsider now you know liking anime knowing comic books um you know knowing sci-fi it's 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 it's, it's almost so what's the word i'm looking for um it's no predictable no i don't know saturated i guess what's up i mean saturate oversaturated yeah it's oversaturated yeah i mean zion williamson's signature shoe is like a naruto themed one so i'm like okay so if nike's selling shoes maybe it's not as that niche as we used to think it was so what's the next one what's the next thing that we can be like we can kind of look look down uh, like like focus on every, look down upon everybody who doesn't know or who doesn't uh, there you go we Star- we were in on it when before it was cool start uh, dudes in maid uniforms <laughs> that's going to be my cosplay for next year <laughs> if, yeah if you want your daughter to stop going to these things that's it <laughs> perfect <laughs> Um, Lou, real quick before we we end this, um, I know you started at least watching an episode or two. Did you ever finish the the season of uh, Strange New Worlds? I'm about to. I'm about to. I did start it. I, I think out of the ten episodes, I'm like eight or uh, yeah, eight done. Seven or eight oh, done. Okay, because and I know uh, the new season is coming out. New season just came out. Three episodes out already. Um and. Uh, all three have been bangers so far. So, um, <laughs> go see what happens on. when you go to, to anime expos, bro. You, you start using the word bangers. <laughs> <laughs> well, is, isn't it? Um, isn't it English? Uh, um, sausages, that, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Captain Pike turns out English, <laughs> yeah. As long as we're not talking about cigarettes, we're okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to binging that too, dude. Okay, let let me know. We'll we'll do a watch party or something. You got it, dude. You got it. Um, anything else we want to uh, talk about before we end our day, dude? No, I think we got it, dude. I mean, Harold it sounds like Harold wants to get back to uh to Tifa or whomever is it is now. <laughs> I, I I did already press the on button, so yikes. 
Yikes. Okay. Also the PlayStation. Hey, you. Gotcha. Hey. So as you can see, um, our, our episode is over because Harold wants to get back to um, <laughs> of, of playing his fantasy. Um, hey. so but it's not my final fantasy. Not your final one yet. Um, so if you liked um, our episode today, please make sure to take a look at the two fanboys dot um oh the two fanboys one castle dot podbean dot com. There it is. Um for all of our old episodes. And of course, Lewis. On Facebook, you can find us. Just type it into the search bar two fanboys and a filthy casual. Join our main page in our very active group page with like minded nerds, groups, uh Gamers, uh, fanboys, fangirls, and other folks who just love pop culture. And then on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, we are two fanboys, one casual. And as usual, anywhere you find your favorite podcast, we are there as well. And I will start streaming Final Fantasy once I am done with the game because I realized when I streamed it the first time that I was spoiling the game for a ton of people. So kind of feel bad, but hey. That's what I get. Oh, there's an update file. Anyways, good. Hey, they, they they knew what they were getting into when they when they when they pressed pressed watch your lead. Yeah, and then it's not my fault, but at the same time, I felt really guilty. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna stop streaming it. <laughs> okay, unless you play more Street Fighter, guy. That's it for us today, guys. Uh, thank you very much for paying attention and listening. Uh, this is two fanboys in the filthy casual. This is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. <laughs> 